This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast that takes a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and Tuesday night is the home opener for the Bates field hockey team. We have the full season preview, plus a look ahead to volleyball season as the Bobcats host the Round Robin First Serve Classic this weekend. And we preview the women's golf and tennis seasons. That's coming up on part two of our fall sports preview extravaganza on the Bates Bobcast. The Bates field hockey team hosts the University of Southern Maine Tuesday at 7 p.m. for the first regular season home event for Bates fall sports. The Bobcats are ranked 22nd in the country, and head coach Danny Kogut gives us a full preview. Danny, this is a team that is very experienced, Bates, that is returning almost everybody from last year. So what's it been like, you know, preseason getting to work with this group because they already know kind of coming in what the expectations are right yeah it's been a really exciting preseason so far not only are they upholding I think expectations but they've certainly raised the bar higher than any season we've ever had before any program um, or any team we've had in the program before so it's been an exciting preseason um, very promising it's very different to come back with almost everyone returning um, and it's creating a great atmosphere as we head into our first game and of course, you have uh, three captains. You have um, Molly Griffin, uh, Sarah Bussell, and Paige Cody. Tell us about your captains. Obviously, Paige, an All-American last year. Yeah, so our captains are first and foremost amazing people. Um, so they're really incredible leaders. Paige definitely set the tone on the field last year um, and, and was really recognized for that at the end of the season. Sarah is a fantastic midfielder for us. She'll be holding down the center midfield position um, this season. And then Molly Griffin and us in the back. So really nice balance down the field of three seniors who have put in a ton of work um, and dedicated an enormous amount of time to the program. And they're, they're three of eight that we have this year. So really exciting to have eight seniors on our roster, um, eight people who have made really big contributions over their years to the program. Um, and they're certainly setting a really great message um, for our first years of what we're about and, and how we perform. You know, last year it was a good year, but it was very close to being a, a great year, if you will, right? So what's going to take to, you know, turn some of those really close games against top-ranked teams you just – just short into victories, you think? Yeah, sure. So we're doing a lot of work this season, actually, with um, her name's Jamie Robbins, and she's a sports psychologist. Um, she's a professor down south. She works with USA Field Hockey and a number of um, athletes from professional to, to high school level, so all across the board. Um, and she's really working with our team on just focusing on what we can control, coming back to our core values, coming back to the fundamentals that make us who we are, um, and really holding on to those throughout the season and not not getting too caught up in anything else. And I think when you are constantly grounding yourself back on what got you to where you are, um, it creates a very like steady and consistent style of play and performance. And then tell me a little about your just getting off the bus, <laughs> coming back from Boston, right? Um, yeah. But you flew in there from Canada, right? Yeah. Yep. So we literally just got back 10 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> so it was a whirlwind of five days, an amazing experience. We can't thank the University of Toronto staff enough for putting together um, such a great experience for us. But we were able to compete um, with them on Sunday in a scrimmage train the days prior on their beautiful AstroTurf right in the middle of the city. Um, check out their training facility, which is for all of the professional um, athletes in that area, too. So we really got to see a 
high-level training facility. Um, and it was a really incredible opportunity for our team to get to compete against a great squad. I mean, they have, I think, five or six currently on the junior national team. So it was a great challenge. We did a wonderful job, performed well, um, learned some things about ourselves that will hopefully be really helpful as we head into um, some heavy competition with NESCACs coming up. So is field hockey a pretty big deal in Canada? I guess I didn't know in terms of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's definitely a, a, a solid sport in Canada. Um, you know, they have national teams. They play men and women, which is really different. So U.S. is the only country that doesn't. Um, so it is a really big sport, I think, in a lot of places in the world. Um, here it just is for um, our, our women's teams, but everywhere else it's men, women, children, parents play. It's really a much more part of, like, a family's culture. Gotcha. And so with the home opener, I mean, how excited are you to kind of kick off the fall sports season uh, uh, for all the teams here, basically? <laughs> Super excited. I mean, we're, we're really excited to have had the opportunity to go um, to Toronto and families and alumni really supported us to, to fund our way there. Um, so to get to come home to campus and have our first game tomorrow is really exciting. And we just got off the bus and did a little cheer, really pumped up for tomorrow and just getting to um, be back on our turf and back back on our campus. Well, you have a number of first years also. So tell us about how they're addressing so far. Yeah, so we have six really strong first years um, who came to our program and they're doing really great. I think they're just meshing right in with the team. Um, they're challenging our returners each day in practice, which is really exciting to see. So in terms of like the trajectory of the program, our coaching staff is super happy with where we're at, um, and we're just really kind of en enjoying watching it all unfold. Great. Well, any other thoughts you want to share about the upcoming season we haven't got to talk about yet? Um, I don't think so, but I hope everyone can check out a game or two this season. Um, it's, it's awesome to be back on campus, and yeah, we'll see everyone there. The volleyball team is home this Friday and Saturday when they host Maine Maritime Academy, Clark University, and Western Connecticut State for the First Serve Classic at Alumni Gym. But before that, they visit Husson University for the season opener Tuesday at 5.30. Head coach Emily Hayes is entering her third year at the helm of the program. Coach, by the time people hear this, you have gone to Canada and returned. But tell me about this Canadian trip you're taking. Yes, putting myself in the spot that it has already happened, and yet we haven't <laughs> gone yet. Uh, no, we are so excited for this trip for so many reasons. Um, we have a rising sophomore on our team, Emma, who is from Montreal, and uh, we have a couple of French speakers on our team. So it's going to be really, really cool and exciting to get our team away from campus for a couple of days and up to uh, this awesome house to be able to spend some quality time together and on our own, just kind of reflecting and getting excited for the year. We also are going to have a chance to scrimmage against a university up in Quebec, Laval, and then we will be watching the bronze and gold medal matches of the Norseka tournament, which is a um, transcontinental tournament with a lot of the professional teams. Uh, and so the USA national team will be there, the Canada national team, and obviously a good number of others. Wow. So what do you hope the players kind of get out of this trip? Man, you know, I think a couple of things, right? One is, again, just being able to kind of press pause. We've been going hard uh, for, you know, a little over a week now. And uh, just to be able to spend some time getting to know each other off the court and outside of Bates College is going to be really, really cool. And then, um, you know, we also are obviously wanting to kind of 
kickstart our season and be getting on the court and and playing against another team and then watching some really high level volleyball and you know in in a country where I think volleyball is growing but we want to see it continue to grow this is such an amazing opportunity to be able to go and support the national teams um, and and see that level of play is going to be really awesome. Excellent. And then, you know, looking at the schedule early in the season, you open at Husson. When people are listening to this episode, the, the match will probably be going on at 5.30 p.m. Tuesday, September 5th, is at Husson in Bangor. Are you just going to be swinging by there on your way back from Canada, or are you going to come back to campus first? Just a quick stop at campus. We are we're yeah. going to come back, practice, yep. uh, have a good night's sleep, and then we are going to go up to Husson and compete. And then the next day is the first day of classes. So yeah. uh, just talking about that pause button up in Canada, being really able to just connect uh, with each other, and then um, and then we're hitting the ground running. So tell us about the first serve classic. I mean, that's coming up Friday and Saturday at Alumni Gym. Bates will have three matches that the Bobcats are involved in, but there's also three matches going on between other schools. Maine Maritime's playing Clark, Western Connecticut State's playing Maine Maritime, and also um, Western Connecticut State's playing Clark as well. So tell us about the first serve classic and uh, what how that sort of came up to be and what you're hoping to see out of it. We're excited to host a tournament. We want this to be something that, you know, we think Bates has a ton to offer as well as uh, just being up here in Maine. We want to get more teams up here to compete against us. And so uh, this is hopefully the start of an annual event uh, and something where we're able to have high-level competition but also um, just be able to start our season at home. And so we have some families that are able to come back for this tournament and uh, just really, really excited to start that competition strong here in alumni. And I understand there's going to be a fundraising effort. Is that right for Hawaii? Because you have a number of players on your team who are from Hawaii, right? We do, yes. And the devastating fires on Maui uh, have affected obviously many, many people. And we're just hoping to bring some awareness to that. And uh, it'll be more than just this tournament, but we're hoping to uh, raise some awareness and some funds uh, to support them, uh, everybody on Maui right now. And if people want to donate to that effort, how do they do it? Uh, we'll definitely have, uh, you know, things, whether it's in the gym or online, mm-hmm. keep keep on our social medias and uh, we'll be we'll be sharing all of that out there a little closer to the tournament okay. time. We're going to be making some T-shirts and and things like that. So there will be plenty of opportunity. Yeah. So follow Bates Volleyball uh, account on Instagram for all the latest and uh, from the fundraising efforts. Yes. For sure. And TikTok. Uh, have and to TikTok. shout out our yes. assistant coach, Nat, who is crushing the uh, the TikTok. Absolutely. OK. So looking at the roster this year, tell us about your captains. Julie and Chrissy are two incredible human beings who have put in a ton of work from a leadership development angle. Uh, They're two people who want to be their very best, not only for themselves, and I would say even that's that's a lower priority for them, but really for this program, uh, this program means a lot to them, and their teammates mean a lot to them. So they're just trying really, really hard to continue to develop uh, you know, in their own leadership styles and figure out what that is really. And, and um, so we've, we've had the opportunity to dive into it over the summer a little bit and, and obviously throughout the year to be able to just continue to grow that relationship. Um, I think anyone on the team would tell you they've done an incredible job this year of leading this team, um, you know, in, in a number of different ways. And they complement each other really well, which is awesome. 
Yeah, and um, it's your third year with both of them, right? It is. So what's yes. that been like, kind of, you know, just being your third year at Bates and having some of these players who were underclassmen when you came here now growing into those roles, right? It's really special. They joke all the time that I'm a junior as well uh, with <laughs> right. them. And, yes, I mean, it was a larger class that came in, so there are five of them that are juniors mm-hmm. right now. And it's been incredible to see them grow from a time where there was so much uncertainty, uh, whether we were going to be able to practice or if we were going to have masks on and things like that, and and them not knowing who this new coach was coming in to lead them and then us getting a new assistant um, this year has been incredible to have a little bit of stability feel and you can feel them, you know, kind of coming in confidently onto the court and, and it's awesome to see. So take us through kind of, you know, the lineup and where people kind of fit in, who are some key players on attack, maybe also um, defensively in terms of their roles. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing about this team is we uh... – it's not clear right now. Like we don't, mm-hmm. we don't have a definite starting lineup, and uh, you know, while that is uh, can be tough on coaches, it's also the exciting part. It's what players should be doing is making our jobs hard. So uh, we have two talented setters coming in here who are doing a really good job of distributing the ball. Chrissy, who's our junior, um, and then Logan, who's an incoming first year from Hawaii, and she is doing an awesome job. Something we saw from her in the recruiting process is we just love her decision-making, and she likes to take risks offensively and, and put her hitters in some cool spots. So we love to see that. Um offensively we've got some good depth in all three positions so on the right um you know we've we've got a pretty good block going on there and and some competition between our right sides uh we've got some left sides who are competing really hard um and then in the middle i think we've seen a lot of growth uh sophia's come in from northern california and brings a lot of power offensively which is awesome um so she's she's come into her own there along with our other two middles and then uh, defensively and serve receive, we've got a great back line. So um, we have Eden, who came in new, also from Northern California, and she is is incredibly gritty back there. So exciting to see everybody kind of meshing with each other, and and now it's just kind of figuring out which relationships are are working at which time. So it sounds like a lot of first years could have an immediate impact this year. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I think this is a really competitive roster that we have, which is awesome. And so um, just seeing a lot of them, you know, competing with each other and recognizing that, you know, the harder we're pushing each other in practice and scrimmages is, is going to result in us being more successful when we have the jersey on and are playing against an opponent. Um, but some good depth. And so we're excited to see, you know, kind of how that comes into play. Tell us about your uh, returning libero from last year, Eliasada. Yeah, Ellie uh, has shown a lot of growth from last fall to this preseason. She's an awesome leader, but a really, really talented volleyball player. She takes charge of the back row and is a huge threat back there for opponents. Um, so, you know, whether it's her service of consistency or her defensive range, uh, she brings a lot to us um, and will be a huge strength for us moving forward. And I believe we have a plan to mic her up at some point uh, in the fall during practice. So that should be a lot of fun, too. I believe so. <laughs> yes, Aaron. Great. And then I guess, I mean, what are some points of emphasis so far in practice from you as the head coach? What you what you've been wanting to see from the team? What are you emphasizing on? What's going to take to have, you know have some um, success this year in the NESCAC? Definitely. I mean, we have the talent, right? So it's it's continuing to grow that mental resilience piece, and uh, you know, just just recognize that you know 
when we're that team with the championship mindset, we're the team that can beat anybody on any given night. So uh, this team has worked incredibly hard, both culturally and uh, technically, tactically. And so just to be able to see that and and kind of have, you know, the reward of all the hard work throughout the spring, summer and, and beginning of the fall is going to be really exciting to see. Um, you know, we definitely have work to do, but as does anybody, I think that a cool part about this team is that we're not settling for, uh, you know, anything less than our fullest potential. So, um, we've been breaking a lot of things down, making some changes that are really exciting to see. Uh, and now it'll just be kind of working through that. And, um, again, being able to do it against an opponent is, um, exciting in a lot of different ways so when we get to Canada and we're able to play a couple sets up there that's going to be awesome all right Emily Hayes thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast and don't forget folks Friday September 8th will be the home opener for Bates they're hosting Western Connecticut State at 7 p.m. as part of that Bates first serve classic there's also a game that night uh, earlier between Maine Maritime and Clark so come on out to Alumni Gym Friday and Saturday uh, for the first serve classic thanks again thank you the women's tennis team is home this Saturday and Sunday for the annual Wallach Invitational. Head coach Paul Gassingay joins the show to give us an early look at the Bobcats. We have uh, this initial tournament uh, in the season just to really get our feet wet and get some competition against another team. And the way the schedule worked out this year with all the other uh, scheduled championships with ITAs between men and women and the Middlebury invite and everything else we're doing, this was the only available weekend that worked for the teams involved. And so we're, we're looking forward to getting out on the court. Uh, we'll have a few days this week to, to gear up, but that was the message from last year. We knew this was the schedule and we talked about coming in early, uh, getting, getting ready all summer so that you're, you're ready to go. And, and then we'll get to play against some other, uh, people on the weekend and help us sort out our, our doubles. Uh, for the ITAs. It's going to be a hot week, so we're going to be smart and, and uh, work our way into it. But uh, they're all in shape. They worked really hard this summer. By the time we get out there, end of the day, 4 yeah. o'clock, it'll, the sun will be down a little bit, so it should be good. And uh, But we are going to get going right away with match play. Mm. And, uh, again, they everyone knew this, and, and the, the goal was to play a lot of match play over the summer, a lot of tournaments and a lot of sets, and, and come in ready. Great. And then tell us about your captains on the women's side. Allie Friedman uh, has been a leader from day one. Uh, she's a, a senior captain and uh, will, you know, impact the top of the lineup. She's been one of our top players over the last few years in singles and doubles. I mean, outstanding athlete and just a great leader. And she's going to be joined by Drew Williams, who's a, a junior, uh, also a really good leader. And uh, we had a big class in her class, uh, the junior class. And, um yeah, we're excited. Uh, two great leaders that will work well together and, you know, always uh, set the example on the court uh, year round. They're out there training and, and working hard in the weight room and going for extra runs, et cetera. Practice don't start till tomorrow, but I mean, what is the first day of practice normally like from your perspective? I think there's a lot of nerves yeah. for everyone. There's nerves from the upperclassmen because they are, you know, concerned about how you know, they're excited about how good the first years are, but it's also <laughs> like some added competition, which right. is what we want. And, and that's our job every year is to find players that are going to impact high. And so we're excited uh, to see what the, the newcomers are, are 
looking like, and uh, we're very excited about the the new additions for sure. Well, yeah, speaking of that, tell us about who the first years are, uh, what this group is kind of like so far in terms of, I know you haven't gotten to practice with them yet, but in terms of just meeting with them and whatnot. Yeah, uh, we've got players from, you know, all over the country. Julie Anderson is from the D.C. area and uh, really outstanding athlete, uh, played ice hockey also uh, growing up and uh, looking forward to to her impacting and Iris Westmoreland from New Orleans. And then we have Elise Hepburn from Florida and uh, Ava Steinberg from um, New York. So we're, we're really excited about this group. Excellent. Now you look at the schedule. Wallach Invitational, we mentioned this weekend, they have ITAs for the women September 22nd through 24th. I know in the past you've scheduled some schools like for, you know, dual matches in the fall, maybe like one or two. Is that in the cards this year or no? <laughs> it didn't work out this okay. year just with uh, the way the schedule was. And, mm-hmm. and we we added a few more contests in the spring okay. during our mini break in March. We have that uh, Wednesday through Sunday break. So we added a few matches there. It's always a challenge in the spring because we have a different academic schedule than all the other schools in the in the region for the most part. So it's hard to match up. And we always have this sort of black hole in the, in the spring schedule where there's not a lot of uh, people to play. And everyone's in California or South Carolina or Florida, somewhere different uh, because they have an extended spring break so we added a couple matches uh that half half week and that'll be fun to to compete during that mini break excellent we talked about the women but also the men will be starting not this weekend but the following weekend at middlebury they have itas in late september and they'll have their own walk invitation in mid-october but uh give us a little overview of the men i know a lot of seniors did graduate from last year so who's kind of looking to step up now yeah that was a a really dominant class. We had four starters in the top five and, you know, just outstanding leadership. Uh, but they, they passed it down uh, to the next generation. And we're going to have uh, Matthew Danielson back in the fold as a, a really strong player and a captain, as well as uh, Nikki Desai as uh, our second captain. And we have uh, leadership in uh, Alex Gujarati, who is, you know, one of the best players in the country. He, he can do anything on the court, super athletic. And Crosby Burns, who was also a super athletic, great doubles player. So we're looking to see uh, those players have more of an impact. But we also are adding a a big first-year class um, because we graduated such a big class. You know, we've got uh, Russell Judge. uh, We've got uh, Philippe Kosiagin from uh, Las Vegas and Will Marshall from Atlanta, uh, Nico Ozer from New York, and Alex Park from uh texas and they're they're all excellent athletes uh griffin williams is also joining the squad um and i you know i forgot to mention teo uh sardin who is uh one of our uh returning sophomores who's you know really strong player and uh was injured a lot throughout the year so didn't really impact at all but we're looking to see him uh in action because he's a very talented athlete along with, you know, Eli and all the other guys uh, on the squad. So uh, looking to see them in action. And you have a new assistant coach this year. Tell us about him. Yeah, Harvard McCartney. uh, He's been uh, an elite high-performance coach, actually coached uh, Nick Forrester, who graduated last year. And Nick was uh, a really strong player, kind of a unique style, was ambidextrous, had two forehands. Um, And so that was Harvey's – 
MO, so to speak. And he, he has another player that he works with in Maine, uh, Sam Yoon, who's a really strong player that has the same technique. So um, it's not that we're going to turn everyone into two forehands, but <laughs> he's a really good high, for, high performance coach. Uh, great on, you know, the, the mentality piece and the fitness piece. We play college tennis. So he's rearing to go and, and we're, we're really excited for, for him to, to be with us. And, we're also uh, Nick Forster is going to be a volunteer assistant oh, and help out with the guys team. So he's he's local. So it's going to be great to add him on. Excellent. All right. Well, the Women's Wallach Invitational is this Saturday and Sunday at the Wallach Tennis Center. Obviously, come out and check out um, some early season tennis as the women uh, the first years get adjusted to college and the returnees get acclimated again. And um, of course, we'll have the men in mid October. Paul Gassingay, thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast to preview the season. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Women's golf also opens up its season this weekend with a short trip to Brunswick for the Polar Bears Shootout. Director of Women's Golf Abby Spector is excited about her team's experience and talent. Well, women's golf back in action this Saturday, in fact, as the Bobcats are headed to Bowdoin for the Polar Bear Shootout Saturday and Sunday at Brunswick Golf Club. Abby Spector with us here to break down the the new season here for Bates. And first of all, Abby, this is your third year now uh, leading the women's golf program, so How's it gone for you, you know, the first two years kind of having, you know, not necessarily coached a college team before, but having a lot of experience, you know, coaching individual players through the years. This has been the best job I've ever had. I love coaching these women. We are having a great time and everyone is growing and getting better. It's just all pure excitement right now with how much our team is changing and growing. Excellent. And I mean, you have a lot of returnees from last year. So tell us about what you're excited to see from them. Well, we do have some senior leadership this year. It's going to be really exciting to see what they can put together this year. We also have two incoming first years that I'm very excited about. We have a great team chemistry and everyone has been working hard all summer. So I'm excited to see what they can do this weekend. Yeah, I know Alex Voigt-Shelley is uh, one of those senior leaders. I know she's qualified for NESCACs a couple of times in her career. And uh, what are you hoping to see from her senior season, perhaps? She is a great player, and I know she's she wants to, to have a really good year this year, and I expect that she will. She's been my most steady player throughout the years, so I expect she will continue to be steady. Excellent. I was going to ask you, actually, like, what part of her game is kind of her strength, sort of? What stands out? It's her steadiness. She always She always shoots around the same good score, and just I can just count on that, that happening, and I don't want to put pressure on her, but... She might have even have a breakthrough year this year and go low. She's been very close in the past and um, really excited to see what she can pull together this year for sure. Yeah, so she's a senior, but then you also have Maddie Quay and you have Ruby Haylock coming back. And those two both had medalist honors last season at individual tournaments. Uh, how exciting was that to see um, them win those tournaments? That was so much fun. We had so much fun at those events. Um, winning always makes it great. Seeing how well the, the women are playing makes it a lot of fun for me as a coach. And I know they, they of course, having a win makes it even better. We have you this year, director of men's golf, Sean Warren. I understand you played a big role in kind of helping him bring him to Bates. We have two really, two of the best golfers in the history of Maine, I feel like, running the Bates program. So what's it like to team up with Sean to kind of you know run this golf program? I'm really looking forward to working with Sean. It was a big loss to lose Brendan. I really loved working with Brendan. We we really worked well together. I think Sean will be a great replacement for Brendan as far as that goes. 
he's an excellent golfer, which I don't even have to say it's obvious. And he's an excellent teacher, which makes it even better for the players and um, for me to work with. And I'm very excited to, to go through this season and see how this goes. Absolutely. And one of the headlining events for the women's golf team this year is you get to host an SCAC fall qualifier, which is October 7th and 8th at Martindale Country Club. Uh, last spring, the men hosted the NESCAC championships, and now the women hosting the fall qualifier. The team's been close before, right? I mean, the, what, top four make the NESCAC championships? So how how pumped is everyone to get a chance to have that home course advantage? We are all very excited. I'm, I'm very excited to host this event at Martindale, have the home course advantage. Absolutely. Um, we This is our shot. Um, things may change after this year. We might not have to have a qualifier anymore. It's sort of up in the air, but this is, this is a big chance for us. We've been so close every year I've been here. We've been so close to qualifying. So I think this year that home course advantage will be a big, big key for us. And speaking of Martindale, what's that course like compared to other courses? Maybe a team plays that throughout the year, like a Williams Taconic or a, a Wesleyan Lyman Orchards or whatnot. How does Martindale kind of compare? Martindale's beautiful course. It compares equally with them. It's beautiful and it just as challenging, which is what it is. But, you know, it definitely compares very nicely with all of them. So it it will be in everyone's comfort zone. So we'll see. We we play it more than they do, though. So that will be an advantage. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I mean, it feels like, you know, the women's golf program is really growing uh, quite, um, you know, at a quick pace, I suppose. Uh, what's that like from your perspective in terms of, trying, you know, trying to take this program and make it into a, a force to be reckoned with, if you will, in the conference? It's very exciting for me. I, I love that I'm a very competitive person. So I just want to grow and grow and grow this program and it's happening and it's exciting. We are coming. I keep telling the other coaches in the NESCAC that we're coming. <laughs> Certainly, the Bobcats definitely on the rise here. Uh, you mentioned the first years. Um, what do you kind of say to them about college golf compared to what they played before? Like, what's kind of your message in terms of you know what adjustments they may they might need to make or not? Perhaps I have an interesting um, set of first years coming in. I have an international student, so that's a different conversation than the young woman from Massachusetts who's coming. <laughs> so it will be a big adjustment in a lot of ways for my international student. I have another international student on my team, Norea. So hopefully she will be able to help her out with any of those um, big adjustments that have to come. College golf is definitely different than high school golf. We're in the big leagues now. <laughs> it's a, it's more of a commitment for sure. There are more expectations and the season is short, but it is a lot. It is jam packed the time commitments and the, and the travel commitments. Certainly. Well, any other thoughts you wanted to share on the upcoming season we haven't got to talk about yet, maybe for the Bobcats? I don't know. I think we're, we're ready to go out and beat Bowden this weekend. We're just, we're ready. Is it just Bates versus Bowden or what other schools are there? There are some other schools there, but we right. just want to beat Bowden. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Polar Bear Shootout is this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at Brunswick Golf Club. That's where the women's golf team will be uh, this weekend. And of course, hosting the fall qualifier Martindale in October the 7th and the 8th. Abby Spector, thanks so much for previewing the golf season with us. Thank you. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll recap the first week of competition for fall sports and preview the football season. The Bobcats kick off against Wesleyan on Saturday, September 16. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, 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 Bates.